Welcome to the Authors Who Lead podcast. This podcast is dedicated to you, people who want to be inspired by authors, leaders, and the messages they share. This is such an important podcast to us because we help uncover what goes on behind the scenes when authors are writing their book. We talk about the process. We talk about where they get big ideas, and you can listen in on those conversations. We can't wait for you to join us. So let's get started. So how do you get rid of that feeling that, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm naked in public? You know, the one you get because you're writing a book and you dared to start telling someone I'm writing a book. And then you start wondering, what was I thinking? And then you're writing the manuscript all along, doubting yourself, wondering it's going to be any good, or somebody will think you're trying to write War and Peace, but instead you write Dick and Jane. What do you think that people will believe about you when you put the book out? Who does it mean you'll be in the future? What will mom say? What if I get bad reviews? These are all feelings that we get that I describe as feeling naked. Because once you write something and put it into the world, there's no way to take it back. And that's a scary feeling. But I want to help you understand that naked feeling is part of the vulnerability that needs to happen if you're going to write a book that matters. Not that you tell all about your life, because maybe the book's not even about your life, but being honest and truthful about your viewpoint, your observation, and why you believe they are the way they are. So your unique sensibility makes a difference when you're writing a book, and it often can leave you feeling a little vulnerable, like that naked feeling I described. And if you want to overcome it, I want to give you three suggestions, three simple suggestions. The first one is, remember that if you're feeling that, all you have to say is, oh, I'm feeling this because I'm an author, and this is what it feels like to be an author. For many of us, you might be writing your very first book. So you're not aware that being an author is super important and that it has all these feelings that you're not familiar with. And in other roles, like maybe you're very successful at work or in your job or your career or in some other thing, and you feel very confident. But when you go to write your book, you feel you're no good, you're not good enough. And at the very least, you shouldn't be doing this right now. We find all kinds of ways to sidestep it. But what you need to realize is that Becoming an author has these feelings, emotions attached to them. Some people describe them as imposter syndrome. Other people describe them as writer's block. But the feelings you're feeling are normal and natural. That's why I, I suggest that every one of the people in my writing programs, they write down a post-it that says, I am an author, before they even begin to write a single word. And they put it in front of them. So when those weird waves of craziness come where we think, oh my gosh, I'm feeling very naked in public right now, then you can remember that nothing's wrong. This is just a feeling and it's supposed to come here. It's what I feel. Now, if you want to try to avoid those feelings, you can, but I suggest you don't. I suggest you learn to just accept them, to realize there's nothing wrong when you feel them. So that's my first suggestion. Acknowledge that I am an author and these feelings are normal and I'm not just some strange person. The most famous authors in the world have felt like, who am I? Who am I to write this book? No one will love it. That's a natural thing. It's totally normal. So if you're feeling anything like that, please write down a post-it note, put it somewhere you can see every day, the bathroom and on your computer, somewhere where you'll see it and say, oh, I'm an author. So, okay, so now I can call myself an author. That's way too long. If you wait that long to say, I'm an author, then by that time, it won't feel natural. And you won't understand that all the weird feelings you had were part of the authorship cloak that you had to put on. So don't avoid it. Don't wait until you're quote published or your book's released because I know plenty of people with multiple books that actually always say, 
I still don't feel like an author. And that's because they never decided to own it, to wear that badge of honor. So I want to encourage you, put somewhere, I am an author. Okay, number two, if you're feeling a little bit vulnerable right now, a little naked in public kind of feeling, um, what I want you to do is actually tell more people you're writing a book, not less. I know it probably is terrifying. Maybe you've never even announced it to anyone. Maybe you're the kind of person who thinks, I'll tell everyone when the book's out. Then that's when I'll announce it. I don't want to do it before because I don't want them to have expectations that I'm doing it. And that's the very reason why I want you to tell people. You got to give yourself some accountability. And it's not going to go away naturally by you just avoiding it. You need to tell people. If you've only told your mom, then tell more people. Tell a coworker. Tell a friend. Tell a neighbor. Tell someone you meet at the grocery store. Or better yet, tell your email list or your audience. Don't wait. Don't hold back telling people you're writing a book. Because you need to build up the stamina and the courage of what it takes to actually share this truth to the world. Now, a lot of people, they wish that they don't have to tell anybody. They could just write a book. They could release it and it'll be magically found. If it's good, they'll get reviews. But hopefully, no one will find it if it's not good and you won't have any reviews. That's a wishful thinking. And yes, it might be true that your book will be discovered. But the truth is, millions of books are published every year and your book will get lost in a sea of of books. No one's going to magically find it unless you talk about it. So you can't hide. You have to start telling people. And don't wait till you're done. Start telling people now. In fact, I suggest not only tell people, you tell them what you're writing, what you're writing about, what's your writing habit. Are you afraid? Are you scared? Are you excited? Is this something new to you? Is it something you've been wanting to write for years? Tell people the story. It's important. It's part of the owning the authorship journey. And if you don't practice now, you aren't going to magically have the confidence when it's time to release your book. You'll come up with new reasons why you can't talk about it. You'll, you'll give excuses as to, well, I'm not very good at that, or I think someone else should. And that's why people think having a traditional publisher, that means that the publisher will market the book. That's not true. A good part of why you're hired to write a book is because you have an audience, you have a perspective, and you're important. They don't have the audience, the publishers. I know it's true for our books. When we publish, we count on the authors publish publish some books to be marketed by them with us. We don't have their audience, depending on who they are. We need you. And you have to start to own it. That's what authorship is. Okay? So... The second thing you should do is start telling more people you're writing a book. Don't hold back. And then lastly, what's the last thing you do to get rid of the I'm feeling naked feeling? Well, this one's a little more complex. What I want you to do is ask yourself, why am I feeling this? What am I feeling about this whole endeavor of writing a book? Is it that I'm afraid that I'm telling some truth that people don't know about and that might turn them away or turn them off? Is it that I'm writing something that's so personal that I'm afraid that sharing it might harm others? Is it because maybe you are writing a book about changing careers and you haven't told your job yet? Delaying this isn't going to help take it away. What you have to ask yourself is, why am I feeling these feelings and what can I do about them? So for example, if you're feeling these feelings, um, one of the things I want you to do is just make a list of all the feelings. I'm feeling afraid that if I put this book in the world, no one will buy it. Okay, that's a real feeling. Or I'm afraid that it'll get bad reviews. Okay, write that down. Or that people will think that it's terrible. Or worse yet, maybe people love it and don't have expectations that I'm supposed to write more. I don't know if I have it in me. Or I don't know, what if people think I'm stupid? Make a list of these things. Now, I know it won't feel comfortable and it'll feel strange, but I want you to get at the root of these things. And some of them, as you write them, you'll realize this is foolish. But other parts of them you can solve with getting a plan. 
So writing down the list of all the things that worry you is very helpful. People that avoid this, what's going to happen is it's just going to pop up. If you're not worried about it now and you're writing because maybe you're not sharing about your book, that's totally fine. And if you choose to skip the second point and instead start sharing more with more people, then this might not feel like you have very many f- feelings to feel afraid of. But when you go to start marketing a book and start to have to go on podcasts or in front of the media, newspapers, uh, online outlets, the news, local groups, you will start to hide. And you know your book might be beautifully written, well done, and important. No one will hear about it because you're not willing to share. So start to fill into this uncomfortability because if you don't have it, then I'm wondering if you're an author. <laughs> Every author I've ever met has these feelings. Doesn't matter how many books they've written. Doesn't matter how famous they began. They all have feelings of maybe there's something wrong with me this time, or I don't know if it's going to be good right now. You can mitigate them by taking action. And the action I want you to take is make that list. And then, for example, if you were like, I don't know if it's going to get good reviews. What if it gets bad reviews? That's something you can plan for. For example, you can plan to have a, what I call a superhero team or a launch team to help you launch your book. One of our recent uh, community members in the Authors Who Lead community, Sybil Hall, was launching her book this very week that we're doing this recording. And as the book's going out, it can get terrifying. You can feel stifled. You can feel stuck. But what she's doing a beautiful job is she has a plan. She knows that she has to get people together and she has this beautiful list of superheroes whose job is to help her get clear about leaving a review. So you help train people. This is how I want reviews. You buy the book, then you go and they go to Amazon or Barnes & Noble, wherever you want the review, and you leave a review. Leave an honest review. Now, Amazon restricts people getting any rewards for reviews, so don't go bribing them for good reviews because that's against the policy. But you can thank them. You can even give away copies of your book so they can review it. But you want them to give a verified review and purchase the book because those are worth more verified reviews. As you've seen, when you're scrolling through Amazon, when someone says they bought it and they liked it, they want to know. Because these are superheroes, and I call them that because they go above and beyond what ordinary people would do. Um, Think of that. These are people who would help you move if you ask them for like beer and pizza. They go above and beyond. They're willing to buy the book, even though maybe they've pre-ordered a book already, they're willing to buy another one or help a friend, give a friend a copy to help spread the message and leave positive reviews. The inertia of reviews is important because when people start seeing good reviews, they feel less intimidated that they can leave a review. So that fear of getting good reviews can be helped by getting a plan. You can break it down by the number of superheroes that you have on your team. Maybe you have 20 of them. People said they're willing to help. And then you can estimate where from three to 15% of people might leave reviews on their own of that superhero group, but with constant reminder and asking and giving them help, they'll probably leave more people will leave reviews and you'll have to ask and be confident and asking for the reviews, but that's planful. That's something you can plan. So when the first reviews go up, you're not cringing. You know, they're going to from people that care, know, like you, trust you and want to help you. And they're going to give an honest review. So that's a good way to stop worrying about this. And we teach these in our workshops around marketing. And you, if you join the authors, you lead community, these workshops, though we charge for them for people who are in the community, you could attend for free. You can watch the replays. You can even comment, communicate with other people in the community to get help. What did they do? How did they launch the book? What would they do differently? That's super valuable when you think about a book and how you're going to launch it. Make a list of all these things and why that's important is then you can find out which ones are you're able to deal with and create a plan for and which ones are emotional that you need to deal with. So for example, if you're, if you're one of the things on your list of why you're afraid is, I'm afraid it won't be good. That's a big fear. What if it's no good? Remember, you're writing to a specific person. 
a particular ideal reader. And those people really need what you're trying to provide for them. Maybe that book is helping them in some way. They're not all going to be the same kind of people. Remember, if you're writing a book about how to lower your cholesterol, if I don't have a cholesterol problem, I may not like the book. (laughs) It may not be for me. If you're writing for a female versus a male, if you're writing for a certain age group or writing for a certain sector within a smaller niche, like doctors who help patients with foot problems, that's a smaller niche. And so other doctors may not care as much about that. But what I want you to see is that you could help understand that I can receive the fact that a book being good, in air quotes, doesn't mean that it's not well-written, that it's not good. It just might mean that it's not for the person. And that's okay. It can't be for everyone. I often say, if you write a book for everyone, it ends up becoming for no one because they don't feel like they're actually being talked to or heard. So you can't expect everyone to think your book is, quote, good. But it can be well-edited, which is something you can work on. You can find early readers to give you feedback before it gets released. You can have great proofreaders. All things that we do in our publishing process at Mondala Tree Press and Authors Who Lead is we ensure that the book's well edited. And that's usually what people think of well-written is, are there mistakes? Are there errors? Is it Does it make sense? Is the chapter's organization structure good? That is really important, but editors are part of that process. Publishers and editors help make that book better. So in order to reduce that, you can have some help. Doesn't mean that feeling will go away, but you can go, okay, I know I have a team. I have other people are going to help me. I don't have to make it good on my own. Because writing in school was meant to protect your writing, don't get help, do it on your own. We're not used to that. We're not comfortable with that. But book publishing is totally a team sport, not an individual one. So there's ways to deal with these emotions, but if you just ignore them, they're going to pop up in all these ways. They're going to pop up when you're marketing the book, during the writing or editing. They might show up when it's time to launch the book. But if you can address them now, that feeling of being naked and wondering what you can do, you'll start to reduce your anxiety. And it's okay if you have a lot of them. A lot of The list is large because I know that the list I have is often large. Sometimes I have to remind myself that these are just feelings. They're not necessarily true but I have to acknowledge them and be aware of them so that I don't do something subconsciously that's trying to sabotage myself because I secretly am afraid that people will find this book. So I do something without knowing it to mess up the book launch. I've seen people do that. I've even seen people make themselves sick because they have so much fear. And instead of addressing it, they try to stuff it away and the book crashes and they don't want to talk about it. And they're just terrified. Relaunching a book is more than just the specific criteria for do this step after this and then this one. It's not just process. There is also transformation for you. Becoming a leader and becoming an expert is making a decision that you have a unique perspective and you can do this through a book. In fact, we have an amazing uh, client and friend, Molly McPherson, who wrote the book Indestructible Leadership. And what's great about that book is that being an indestructible leader is more about dealing with the PR crisis and how to understand managing those crises that come your way. What's great is not only she her business flourishing, but she's also becoming more of a celebrity on social media. She was on Access Hollywood. I know she's been on uh, NBC. Oftentimes she's giving um, information to people who interview her about topics she's really good at. But that's going to come. So that brings a new level of confidence you need to have as being an expert or owning the thing you're talking about. And if you don't address these fears and mitigate them now, they will only amplify And you want to be ready for success and not just succumb to the fear. So no one needs to worry about feeling naked. In fact, everyone's naked under the clothes. So just realize that (laughs) we're all like having the same feelings, whether we show it or not. 
So trust that being afraid is part of the journey and you don't have to take away the stuff. You have to accept and acknowledge it because then owning it is really how you make it through, not convincing yourself you shouldn't have it. And that's why you're not good enough. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I want to inspire you to join our communities. It, we're really looking for people just like you who want to write a book, who've been listening to this podcast for a while and maybe aren't sure, but we are launching new programs here and we want you to join. So go to authorsulead.com, go to our community page or services page. You can see all of our programs. And one of them has got to be a good fit for you. And we offer live workshops in our community about these topics, writing a book, publishing, marketing, launching your book, um, getting good reviews, et cetera, but also a gathering of community people who are there to help support you. I think if you listen to the people, what they, they say, man, I'm so grateful I have a community that understands me, understands how hard this is, and also how inspiration is to watch other people who have the success from launching their own books. So I encourage you to join us. Um, we have programs that start as little as $90 for 90 days, and you can get started on your book writing journey. The only thing you can't do is wait because now is the time. Today's the only day you have to write a book because tomorrow's not promised. And if you don't start today, then you're going to be a, another year, another month, another decade thinking I'd like to write a book. You're totally capable and you can do it even if you're afraid. Thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing you in our programs. We're waiting for you to write your story. Thank you for listening to another episode of Authors Who Lead. I'm Asul Taronis. We appreciate you. Please subscribe so you can get the notification that we have new episodes every week and go to authorswholead.com to learn about our show notes and all of our backlists of amazing authors we've interviewed since the beginning of this podcast. Thank you and have an amazing day.